Hey, hey, welcome to PVP, People versus People by Vivi. That's me. So I just want to put a disclaimer that these these people that I'm asking to come on here, my friends, sometimes they share different beliefs than me and sometimes they share the same beliefs as me. So if they say something that you disagree with or if they cuss or if they just, it's too out of line for you, then feel free to not even listen. Feel free to not even listen to this podcast. I will not be offended. You would go ahead. But my point and my goal of this podcast is to have my friends feel in a comfortable, uh, safe environment to open up about what they believe in and why they believe in that. What led them to believe in those things? I want them to feel that I am not judging them because I'm not. That is not my place and that is not my job. The people that go on here, it is not my job and it's not of my place especially when this button is recording to tell them that they're going to go to hell that because of xyz that they deserve anything but hell because I do too and if we're being honest holding a sign or yelling at someone and saying you're going to go to hell if you don't believe in the same things as I believe would not push me to want to believe in that it would push me further away okay So I just want to put that as a a disclaimer that, hey, my job on here is not to judge and to harass my friends. My goal here is to do what I've already been doing behind this record button. And it's been loving on each other, building a relationship with these people. And for them just to be open and honest about, hey, let's have a conversation, but let's let's go a little bit deeper in these recordings of why you believe in what you believe in and why and what made you believe those things? So on today's episode, I have my good friend, Allie. Allie bears what our friends call her. And she's going to share what she believes in and why she believes in that. Okay, so this is Allie. And Hi. Yes. Um, do you want to go ahead first and share how we first met? Because I think we have different stories yeah, about we that. We probably have different stories because um, I we met through a mutual friend, Kira. Um, I've known Kira since, like, the seventh grade. Um, and she went to a different high school uh and so she had to make a new group of friends and me and ashley uh push it down a little bit no push closer oh okay um me and ashley another mutual friend uh we're so excited to meet all of kira's uh friends that she made (laughs) at providence because some of them were uh people we went to elementary school with uh like hunter honey yeah and um so when I, I met Vivi, I was like, oh, my God, finally another extrovert in the group. <laughs> because I feel like that's um, kind of my job in the friend group. And yeah. when I met Vivi and Vivi was, like, part of our big group, like, we extended the group, I was so excited because I was like, oh, my God, some someone to finally match my energy. Like, all these introverts. And then there's me and Vivi. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so I was really excited. Um and I like I I don't know if I remember the exact moment that we met. Um, I just remember being introduced to all of Kira's friends like at relatively the same time. I think it was her Halloween party. I was not invited to that. Oh right. <laughs> I was, so Kira, our mutual friend, um, she didn't like me. I remember she didn't like me because I remember I went up to her. She was reading a book during like the end of like the the class period or whatever, and I just went up to her. She was sitting by herself, and I go, I was like. Nina, mind you, like, I was extroverted, but I had no boundaries. So I went up to her. I went up to her and I went, I was like, you look like a lonely loser. And I sat next to her. <laughs> I sat next to her. I said, now now we can just be losers together. Aww. And and then she just, she went, yeah, and continued to read her book. And, like, she, I could just tell she did not oh, want me so to speak Kira. to her. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. But I was like, you will be my friend. 
friend and we had classes together so i would be like Kira! and then you could just see like she, she's like yeah <laughs> her face was like oh my gosh take this woman away from me but she did talk about her halloween party in front of me and oh, i remember so, like because so she'll bring it up and she'll be like I remember know. my halloween party she really like, thinks she went like i think so too sometimes because like um i forget that you two didn't like each other but it's not an uncommon thing because i loved her she, yes. she's the one that didn't like me but then oh, right <laughs> it, it was a one one way with you guys yeah. ashley and kira both hated each other um, oh, did you ever hear that mm-mm. okay real quick i know this isn't uh relevant to the okay, conversation but um if it gives you any insight into our mutual friend uh <laughs> i didn't like kira at first um because i thought she was a show-off uh, yeah. but it's just because she's really smart and I'm yeah. not as smart and I'm competitive. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm just not smart. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not smart. Um, but Ashley and Kira both liked the same guy in middle mm. school and Ashley actually dated him. But it's okay. He ended up being gay. So the girls <sighs> squashed the beef. Me um, and Ashley are the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was, it was really funny. They used to hate each other. Ashley was like, I hate her voice. And Kira was like, she is such a malicious, like, person. Like, she's so mean and, like, angry. And then they became, like, besties. Super close. Yeah. <laughs> They're, like, besties. So that's, like, uh, when Kira doesn't like someone, sometimes that's a good indicator. Yeah. But it's okay. I'm, like, she likes me now. Like, Kira's just, like, I don't know how we became friends. I was, like, I think one day you just, you accepted the love that I was, like, yeah. you will be my friend. You will be my friend. And it was, like, hypnosis. She was, like, you are my friend now. She was, like, I like Vivi. It was, like, give I me like a second. Vivi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, like, yeah. Um, the way I remember us first meeting, like, an actual conversation was at your old house in <laughs> Randleman. <laughs> it was at my house. It was at your house in Randleman. I remember Kira was like, hey, come over. We're all just hanging out. And per usual, I was having some like traumatic boy drama. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. And I was just like, I'm so sad, you guys. And I just like came over and took the whole spiel. And it was an it was an interesting day of events because I remember um, Kira convinced me to download the social medias. I mean the the dating the date, profile, the, like, yeah, Tinder yeah, yeah Tinder. She yeah. yeah, and her and Janie worked on it for two hours. I do remember. You that. remember that? That's the I first time I, we met because I already. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was it was bad. Like they were like baby, and I was like, you guys. What in the world? Because I'll never forget my bio. They got you right into hedonism. They didn't even ask you to go ChristianMingle.com. They didn't even go on Christian. They told you to go on Tinder. They went on Tinder. <laughs> but it's okay. Actually, somebody from church went on Tinder and they got married. And now, and yeah. Aww. So, yeah, they got married. Yeah, and now happens. that, yeah, it happens. And I'm like, enjoyment on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Evangelized dating. Um, so, anyway, uh, yeah, so that all happened. And the sorry the tender thing that bothered me the most is that when i looked at the bio and i was like you guys it's been two hours can i see because i was hanging out with you guys yeah. and we ordered pizza and we were hanging out we we're having a good time and then like kira and Janie are just laughing at over my phone and i read the bio and Janie put in the bio at the end I god was- first why was god last in the bio <laughs> why was god last in the bio you know that they did it on purpose too because they knew it was important but they also were like this is like yeah they're like haha and i was just like the audacity but anyway um i was like that was long gone i was like you guys i'm i'm hurt i was like just whatever and then little did i know that there was actually another option in the house but i'll leave that there. oh my god <laughs> um, i have a brother yes um, so yes i was just like wait a minute i'm out here on, on, on tinder looking for what when there's one right in this house like, you always say nothing but he's also an yeah <laughs> yeah well he's agnostic um, oh which is 
what I am too, to, by definition, but it's just a lot easier to say atheist. Right. Um, but we can get into that as it yeah, progresses. Yeah, let's go <laughs> so, ahead. Okay, so so what did you grow up as? Oh, so I grew up, um, well, see, here's the complicated part. Okay. Because this is where some of the religion, like, mm-hmm. background information comes in. Because um, my whole family is religious, mm-hmm. um, very religious. Um and I would say, like, most of them are Baptist, like Southern mm-hmm. Baptist. Um, they were Pentecostal for a while on my mom's side. Um, when you say religious real quick, do you mean, like... Oh, yeah, let me specify. They were a Christian. Um, like, they go to church daily? Or yes. they're, like... Because I've met people that say they're religious, but they're, like, oh, I believe in God, but I just don't attend service or do anything about it. But, like, I'm very strict on, like, believing in Jesus. So I just want to clarify. Yeah, yeah. L- um, like, I'll, I'll go into a little more depth here because I think yeah. that's really important. Um, before I go into, like, my childhood, I think yeah. there's a little bit of background because yeah. of how religious my family is. Um, like, religion is... Um, yeah, (laughs) but we, uh, like I, one of the heirlooms in my family that's really important is my great grandfather's church badge. Mm -hmm. And it is this accordion fold out, like very nice set he would pin to his blazer every Mm -hmm. Sunday because he never missed a day of church in 15 years. Oh, wow. Um, ever. Perfect attendance. Perfect attendance. Wow. And he like, they went every Wednesday, they went every Sunday, like they were such big people in the church that when he passed, um, there was this book that I never knew existed until like this year. Yeah. <laughs> when I was talking to my grandma about like our family. Yeah. And I was looking through the pages and it's like, you know, you sign it yeah. when you come in when someone's having their funeral, like a wake or whatever, yeah. I guess you technically call it. And I flipped through these pages and they didn't end. It was just person after person after person after person. And like, mind you, this is in Siler City. Oh, like wow. this is like my mom's side of the family, okay. which is like stomping grounds here. Like right. driving through here, I was like, oh, this is kind of spooky. It's to talk about like my family history in the in the town that my family's from. <laughs> so um, I was like, you know, looking at those pages, I was like, wow. Like religion was not only like important to them in a spiritual way, but also yeah. a community way. Right. So like they knew so many people that I had, like, no idea. Mm-hmm. Like, I had no idea. I was like, I always thought that we were, like, at the edge of town, just our family, like, <laughs> not connected. Because I didn't, <laughs> like, I didn't know that kind of history. So when I saw this stuff, I was like, wow. Like, they actually were, like, they were all into Jesus. Like, mm. all the way. Like, mm. they still are. Like, my grandma, oh, my God, every time, she, I'm going to go see her after this. Yeah. And every time I walk in the house, uh, she found out that um, I'm agnostic. And every time I walk into the house, she gives me this look and she tries so hard not to talk about religion because I asked her not to. I was like, please, like, I love you to absolute pieces and I know you're worried about me, Mm -hmm. but girly, I'm going to be okay. I Mm -hmm. promise. Because the thing I always say to her is I'll go through trials and tribulations. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll be all right. Like, I will not get the mark of the beast. Like, Mm -hmm. if if it all ends up the way that you you think, homegirl, I'm going to be good. Like, it's going to be great. (laughs) And she's like, okay. And I'm like, oh, I love you so much. But, like, so many people in my life that are precious to me, like, you and my grandma and, like, are very, like, religious, like, very devoted Mm -hmm. to Christ and everything. So, it's, like, I do have a very deep respect for it, even though Mm -hmm. it's not something that's, like, my personal belief. Right. And that stems from being a child and uh, my mom never went to church. Um, Well, she did growing up. Mm -hmm. But, like, we didn't go a lot. Like, if I went, it was usually 
with family, mm-hmm. like with my either of my grandmas or like with my aunts or uncles or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like we would do church events. I would go to church summer camp, right. like a day camp sometimes with some of my brother's friends. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't like my family would get together and talk about God right. or anything, you know. So, uh, which was odd because I found a diary entry from my mom's journal, mm-hmm. and she talked about God like in '95, like oh. four years before I was born, and my whole life she told me nothing, but I'm not religious. Mm. Like I'm not. And she said something about like, she was going on a political rant, but in it, she was like, it's so obvious, like here in the South where the scenery is so beautiful that you can see God and everything. Mm. And I was like, this is my mom. (laughs) My mom wrote this. Cause like, I know you didn't have like a close relationship with my mom, unfortunately, but like Mm. here and Ashley did. And when I told them about that, they were like, what? Lori was talking about God. Um, because it was just like mind blowing. Um, and my dad still is like, I wouldn't say religious cause he doesn't mm-hmm. go to church. He doesn't read the Bible. Uh, mm-hmm. he doesn't do that kind of stuff, but he does not like to hear about like us saying that there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't say like there's nothing Yeah, like, which we'll get into. But if like, I start getting like too like, you know, like, oh, like trying to talk to him about it. He's like, well, I have my own belief. Like, I don't really, I don't, I'm not going to force you to believe what I believe, but mm-hmm. I have my own way of thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's interesting because okay. my dad would never shut up about anything. Like he's the most talkative person. You'll see like the more you're around him, but he's like very social and stuff. But then suddenly you start to talk about religion. He's like, I'm not talking about that. Okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. Thanks dad. Um, so it's like, it's odd. It's an odd relationship, um, with like faith and my family. Um, but growing up, I, like, prayed every night. Like, I had a list of people I'd pray for. Like, if someone would, Aww. like, I didn't go to church, but I was religious as a child. Because, right. like, I, I, like, heavily believed in God uh, in my own way, yeah. which is more, like, a, a, like Quakerish. Mm-hmm. I think, was, like, most accurately the way that I mm-hmm. viewed, like, my faith and stuff. Praying for big Aunt Sally's toe and whatnot. Yeah, everything. Everything. I would sit there for, like, 30 minutes to an hour praying every <laughs> night. And, like, it, it sounds so funny, um, probably hearing it from me saying that, but it was just little Allie tucked up under the covers going, oh, so-and-so's having surgery this week. Like, I oh, pray for them. And, like, my teacher's having a hard time, and I'm going to pray for her. And, you know, Aww. like, it was a very, like... Sweet, innocent, e- like, childlike faith. Yeah, sure. yeah. It was, like, um, I I really was, like, any, anyone out here who's listening, like... I know God's listening to me, Aww. you know, like anytime I felt like I wasn't being listened to, I'd be like, God, I, I don't think that people like me at school and you know, stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. I, you know, I would sit there and like really take it seriously that I could have a conversation, like just not speaking out loud, but in my head, I was like, I got this, like yeah. me and my bestie, we're going over it. <laughs> me and Jesus, he listened. He listened to Jesus. He's standing right there. <laughs> so I like, love that. Yeah. So I was like, sir, please listen to my issues. Cause nobody else listening. Um, you can't talk back to me right now, but one day, man, we're going to go hard on this conversation. <laughs> me? Um, <laughs> Ranting to Jesus about the fellas. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's see. It was like seventh grade, eighth grade, mm-hmm. I think, when I stopped being religious, like identifying mm-hmm. as religious, even though I didn't go to church. You, you, know, right. you know, right? I stopped identifying as Christian um, because we had... Um, this thing in Randleman, I don't know if you had it in Providence. This was like in the middle school because you went to Nerms. Nerms. Oh, I almost went to Nerms. Sometimes we do. Um, I went to Randleman Middle School. You. Um, and they did this thing in the morning where 
it was like every Wednesday morning, I think, this church would come in. They were called Elevation Church. And um, the like pastor was one of my teachers. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And he would bring in like Krispy Kreme donuts and orange juice. And all you had to do was like go in there and listen to them. And you got to eat Krispy Kreme donuts and orange juice on Wednesdays for free. And I was like, wow. Come on now. Yeah, I was like, get with it. Don't get any better than that. Free donuts. Free donuts. And, and LJ juice. Yeah, and that's like how a lot of church experiences were for me too. <laughs> like like coming to church with my grandma, it was always going to the basement first before like service started and getting mm-hmm. an orange juice and a Krispy Kreme donut. So like Krispy Kreme, <laughs> I don't know if, Shout out to Krispy Kreme. I don't know if they do like a church deal or something, <laughs> but like every time I go to a church, there's Krispy Kreme. Um, <laughs> so there's Jesus. There's, there's Jesus in the Krispy Kreme. He's the glaze. Is that like, exactly <laughs> with the Chick Fil A? Yeah, yeah, with the Chick Fil A. Oh, I love Chick Fil A. Yes. Um, God's chicken. Yeah, it's not to chicken. like. Oh, I love it. Um, but yeah, donuts in church. Yeah, like it was always like a reward for going. There was always um, something to reward me for going. So I was like, wow, this can't be bad. Um, um, but around that time that's when I was like I was in middle school and I was emo and I was reflecting on everything and you know um trials and tribulations trials and tribulations like I'm going through it um so you know there was like a lot going on like there's a lot that's going on in my life which I don't have to get into a lot of Mm -hmm. trauma Mm -hmm. which I'm sure is not and like a and only tail, I'm sure that's right, the case right. for everyone. But um, a lot of it, like, to not be too specific does tie back to religion with, mm-hmm. like, especially my mom. Um, a lot of her trauma came from the way her family interpreted religion. Mm-hmm. And, like, the times changing so rapidly. Mm-hmm. Like, because uh, this used to, like, Salar City's still, like, a smaller town. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's some bustling, bustling place or right. anything. But it was, like... A different time yeah like i've seen this town like change a lot mm. oh yeah a lot oh yeah um and i've been to a lot of funerals here um <laughs> because cool. of how old my family is um but it's it's just odd um especially thinking about like my family was here from like the 1930s oh, wow. until you know my mom and that you know towns change a lot but especially yeah. like going into the digital age a lot of things change and um i think um sometimes it's the community that can't keep up mm-hmm. and sometimes it's um like the branching out that can't keep up mm. like what you're doing here i think is really important like mm. uh, like the other group that me and joiner and growth co yeah 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 um for those on the, i don't know if you've talked about it on the podcast before, no, I haven't but yet. it's a religious group um but they're focused on like bringing up um like young like young people in their careers yeah and, like in their life it's they're just like, like hey logos like pouring into empty cups and whatnot like pouring into people and i love that yeah I yeah that. and they're so sweet and like i feel bad because i don't listen in on all the meetings but julian's on the leadership team um and so like i i do appreciate a lot of like when i see people re- reaching out and honestly being curious and honestly like trying to ask like how'd you get here like why is it that you believe this way? Yeah. That's like, that's so much more important than, than going out with signs. Like you were saying yeah. in the beginning, like it's, um, when people have already had this bad taste mm-hmm. of whatever it is, or, 
um, you know, they had their own circumstances that led them down a different path. And you're just like, hey, I just want to understand where you're coming from and like talk to you yeah. about that. That's when people start to listen. That's mm-hmm. when conversations actually happen. Because if you're standing out there like, you know, and like I've seen it on both sides. I've seen like you people having conversations and I've seen people out there with signs. And I don't think that their motivation is that different. Mm-hmm. Like it's I like I feel this importantly. And I just don't know how to come to you about it. Right. You know, because well, I've had I've, I've personally, you know, like as a Christian, I've had people hold out signs, too. And I have like my Spanish music like blasting and I'm yeah. at a stop sign. And I can tell like these people are like looking at me like you need Jesus. Like, sir, I'm listen, we're doing church a different way, but I'm yeah. doing church. I'm do- <laughs> don't you worry about my church. Like, we, I'm <laughs> doing church. Like I'm praising Jesus in, the, in this car just as much as you are like holding that sign. Like, yeah, um, I was just like, but. Yeah, yeah, no, I see, I see I, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because I have like, there's a friend of Julian's that I just saw last night, mm-hmm. and he cracks me up because he's like really religious. I didn't know that mm-hmm. until like we'd hung out for months. Like I was seeing Julian at app when we were in college, and this friend like Julian was talking about a tapestry one day, and he mm-hmm. was like, "Oh yeah, I can't hang that in the living room," and I was like, "What are you talking about?" Like it's. Like, you guys' living room, you can put up whatever you want. Yeah. Just a blank wall. And he was like, no, like, it has some in- imagery on it that Jay doesn't like. And I was like, excuse me? What, what? are you talking about? Like, th- there's, like, elephants on it? Like, what? And he was like, no, there's a sun with a face. And to Jay, that's, like, very, very, like, paganistic imagery. And it's against God to him. And he doesn't want it in the oh, living room. Okay. He's like, he doesn't mind that I have it. But right. he doesn't want it, like, in front of him. And I was like, Whoa. Like, I had no idea that Jay was that religious. Right. And I was like, oh, like, that's, that's really odd. Cause, like, his interpretation of his religion is also, like, really strong, which I think is interesting. Like, that's one of my favorite things is, like, seeing the different ways that yeah. people interpret their faith and stuff. Um, and he, like, they had a roommate at the time who was also really Christian, but, uh, like, you know, he has his own way of yeah. viewing it, like everyone does from their own experiences. Yeah. And someone gave them this, like, plastic cross necklace. Yeah. And Stephen was like, I don't know what to do with it. Like, I don't want to keep it, but it's the cross. Yeah. And Jay was like, he picked it up and threw it in the trash. And he was like, that's an idol. I don't worship false idols. I worship Jesus. I'm not worshi- wor- worshiping plastic. Oh, wow. And I was like, whoa, that's so intense to think wow. about it. You know, like, wow. I wouldn't, but, if anything, like, me personally, I would have thought it's, like, more disrespectful to throw away the cross. Because that's a cross. Yeah. Than to like, I'm like, uh. yeah, like so like I when I do run into people who are religious, it's always in a different way, yeah. like, and I feel like it's the same way for people who aren't religious because like I have this feeling that something's probably out there. I just mm-hmm. think like most of like from how I feel it from my faith mm-hmm. and what I have like to give spiritually, mm-hmm. I feel like it's something that either I don't understand fully. Mm-hmm. Or that, like, none of the religions have got right for me that I've looked into. It's right. just, like, a, it's out there. And I feel like if I follow my own moral compass enough, mm-hmm. then I'm going to end up okay. What what ignited, because you talked about how, like, when you were a kid, you were out here praying and you did believe yeah. that. So what ignited that switch? Because I don't think that just happened. You didn't wake up one day and you were no. like, oh, I'm done. I feel like that was, like, a process. And, like, yeah. what ignited that, the spark of that, for that to happen? So, um it's odd because I had to think like you know you had to think back yeah. on it because it's been so long but I would sit there and you know I'd, I read a lot of books mm-hmm. in that era of nerd. Nerd. nerd nerd like Kira <laughs> sitting alone and Vivi's like 
You look lonely. Lonely uh, loser. Okay. Lonely I was loser. trying to help her not be lonely anymore. <laughs> Don't be lonely. Just oh. be a loser. Just be a loser. We can be losers together. It's okay. Yeah. Um, so I would read a lot, and I remember reading the Percy Jackson series, mm-hmm. right? And um, it cracks me up because my grandma was like, don't read that. Don't read that. It has multiple gods in it. And that's not like what made me not believe in God anymore. It's not like I immediately went to Greek religion and was like, they got it right. Yeah, Medusa. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but it did make me think. I was like, I kind of like how the the gods in this have flaws. Mm-hmm. And that they're more human. And, like, they backstab each other, kind of. And it feels, like, more human. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think, like, I would I would get disappointed a lot. In, uh, and, like, a lot of the disappointment I saw in a lot of the problems in my family for, were from not being good enough in regard to religion. Mm-hmm. Are you a good enough mom? Are you a good enough daughter? Mm-hmm. Are you good enough? Like, are you good enough? And mm-hmm. it's like, can you, like, it, it's weird the the themes of stuff that still follow from the way that people interpreted it mm-hmm. down my family line because like my great grandma would use religion to like scare her children into obeying mm. and I can still see it in my grandma that I'm going to see right after right. this um like she it's it's like her religion comes from a place of fear mm-hmm. not from a place of love mm. which I feel like is very different mm-hmm. from yours like mm-hmm. I can't speak to like what you feel right. But when my family would describe themselves, and they still do, mm-hmm. and like a lot of them, they always say they're God-fearing Christians. And that was one of the things I was like, I don't want to fear my creator. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. be in fear every day of him. I want to mm-hmm. think, oh, I want to be like him. Mm-hmm. I want like I want to follow in his path. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of thing. It, But it was always fear. It was always right. fire and brimstone. It was always, if you don't do this, you're going to hell. If you do this, you're going to hell. Like... You know, that kind of stuff. Like I, I kind of understand the God-fearing part just in the sense of, like, the way that, like, I've I've grown in my faith and stuff is, like, mm-hmm. I, I do fear God in the sense of, like, when it comes to, like, consequence and stuff, but it's because he loves me so much. It's okay. like, hey, if you do this, because the way he made it work, you mm-hmm. know, some people want to, like, you know, we can call it, like, sometimes we call it karma, but it's, like, you do something bad, the consequence, the way that God has ordained this world to work is that there's going to be, you murder someone, something's going to happen to you. Yeah. It's, like, whether it's it's, it's through the justice system or not, something Mm -hmm. is going to equally happen bad as you, and then you're going to stand there and go, well, God, why did this happen? Well, well, for me personally, when you said God-fearing, like, love is, like, hey, I'm, I'm fearful of God in the sense of, like, he loves me so much that he doesn't want me to have to go through that pain of like, hey, I murdered someone. Guess what? You're gonna spend 30 years tormented spiritually and mentally. On top of that, being in jail. Mm-hmm. So it's like that. That's like for me. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I like the clarification. Yeah. Because yeah. it gives it more insight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah. So like, God fearing. It's not like I'm like, oh, I'm scared of God because he's yeah. like, I'm not hiding from him. It's more like, um, we actually talked about this during service today. It's more like it's like God does correct you but instead of like running away from him you still go to him because he's also the healer and the peace yeah so like that yeah yeah i see that um but i feel like in in my family a lot of like because we like my mom cut off like almost her whole family because of like religion and politics Mm. whole big story there that Mm. we won't get into um but it's like the like it's like consequences Mm -hmm. like you were saying and um I think that the way that religion was used in my family wasn't to 
uplift everyone. It mm-hmm. wasn't to say like, oh, mm-hmm. like this is something that brings us all together. It's mm-hmm. something that we'll always have, we'll be mm-hmm. in heaven together. Like, you know, that kind of thing. I felt like it mm-hmm. was always a security blanket for something going on mm-hmm. uh, that you could, they could throw down and be like, well, you know, you can't do this. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. And, and it like, I think what frustrated me the most about it um, was like asking questions as a child because mm-hmm. anytime I asked questions I got shot down mm-hmm. anytime I, I like that. yeah and like there's a productive way to do it and right it's a not productive way to do right. it there's some questions you should ask and there's some questions that someone should be like hey that's not the kind of question that you need to be asking mm-hmm. you know but if you shoot it down every time with like dismissing children's mm-hmm. like interests and stuff that's like kind of how it happens and that's how like mm-hmm. I feel like some things like roll you know, mm-hmm. like it starts, it starts an effect. And I feel like, um, with my mom, mm-hmm. that's when it just stopped. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why it stopped from like, not to say that I believe the same thing my mom believes. Cause mm-hmm. I don't or believed, but, um, it's, it's different. Um, especially like I've, like, I've had a major loss. Like I lost my mom mm-hmm. in 2019. Um, and one of the things that like made me feel more secure in the way that I feel mm-hmm. is the way that she passed mm-hmm. because she like one of her wishes was please don't like ask me to convert to whatever religion mm-hmm. on my deathbed just please let me rest mm-hmm. you know like and my step grandma came in and started preaching to her while mm-hmm. she was laying she didn't even know what was going on mm-hmm. you know like she was at that point mm-hmm. and um my dad was so mad he was like that was one of her wishes mm-hmm. like that was a, one of the only things she asked of you get out of my house mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, I understand, like, if it was my, my grandma saying Mm -hmm. it, I would have been like, well, that's just like her way of grieving. Like, Mm -hmm. she's really worried that she won't see her in heaven. Mm -hmm. But when it was my step grandma, I was like, you don't even know us. Mm. Like, who are you are doing this for yourself? Mm. Like, you think that if you convert her last second, that God is going to praise you. Mm. It's not like, you know, I felt really like it really hurt me Mm -hmm. in a way where I was like, even like. Even if, like, I can understand where it comes from. Mm -hmm. It comes from caring. It comes from, I believe in this. And, Mm -hmm. like, this is my faith. Like, I want you to be okay. Mm -hmm. You know, but I was like, you don't care. Mm -hmm. You've been here for, like, two years. You know, you've missed this entire saga, Mm ma'am. Like, what are you doing coming in here last second? Like, you would not like it if I did the same thing to you. Right. You know, it's like, you got to respect people's wishes. And I feel like, you know, if there is a creator, because I'm not saying, like, Mm -hmm. um, there isn't a God. Right. You know, I don't think that. Um, I just don't feel it in my heart, mm-hmm. you know, the same way that I, I used to. And back then, um, I felt like it was more, it, it started probably as a rebellious act, but then it ended up being like, well, this is my worldview now. Mm-hmm. You know, it started out as like, well, if I, you know, I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But so, so let me let me ask you that. So you, we we got to that point where you're like, you know, I believe there's something. I just don't know if it's necessarily God, right? Mm-hmm. What do you do when you when you're struggling, like you're having a bad day? Like what what gets you through, like the coping phase, especially with your mom? Like what got you through? Because most people would have sought out, yeah, God in those cases. Yeah, that's a really good question because like it's it's not like it wasn't one of the things I considered. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like like you know. um, especially the community of a church mm-hmm. is really healing. I feel like mm-hmm. um, there's not spaces like that for people who aren't religious. Mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel like there's nothing you can do to recreate a church mm-hmm. in, in any faith. It's not just mm-hmm. Christianity, like in Judaism and, mm-hmm. and like and 
and in anything. Um, but I turned to like my family more mm-hmm. and that's when, you know, it, it was nice seeing from them, um, all, it, all my dad's side. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice seeing from them. Uh, they had dealt a major loss on that mm-hmm. side too from cancer. So, um, they finally approached me from a place of being an adult. Mm-hmm. I felt like they didn't, um, I wasn't being looked down on anymore. I felt mm-hmm. like, and I was like, oh, this is like a really good place to be. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't saying, oh, you should come to church with us. They, mm-hmm. the way that they approached it, they were like, there's a therapy group for people who are grieving at my church and you don't have to come to service. Mm-hmm. You can just come if you want to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, like, are you serious? Like, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really sweet. And my dad went, Oh wow, he went to therapy. Um, it him. was like a group therapy thing and they all talked about loss and that helped my dad. And Good. so I'm glad that that like that helped and that there are things like that in place. But like when it comes to my own personal, like getting through every day. Yeah. Um, I, I think I believe more in the goodness of people mm-hmm. than which is hard to do these days. Yeah. Um, then yeah, people suck. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. I, I can say I t- t- suck, especially if you catch me on a bad day. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> especially catch me on a bad. Like I have to like if somebody doesn't correct me in the sense of like sometimes like in for me it's the Holy Spirit. It's like hey, you're acting like an itty bitty, and I'm I'm a firm believer of like if I don't feel well. I sh- that's not the people around me. Mm, like that's their not fault. their fault. So mm-hmm. they should not have to take and like take the burden of like, oh, because I don't feel well. Like I understand I don't feel well, but that doesn't mean I get I have an excuse to be rude and polite. Yeah, it's like that's not on your that's not on you. Yeah, that's like part of it was being really angry at the world for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I because you don't have like it's I I want to explain it in a way where. It um, <laughs> um, instead of being like, hey, hey, God, like, hey, Jesus, bestie, mm-hmm. I'm having a rough time. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to, like, get all my thoughts out here. Um, and, like, I, I don't think that I'll ever see her again. Mm-hmm. I don't think, like, it's, it's a weird process. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think I'm a little spiritual in the way that I believe in, like, symbolism. I mm-hmm. believe in ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, like Patrick Swayze. um but i like taking taking a death is really hard and that is like at like at her celebration of life i remember seeing people getting together and crying Mm -hmm. and i mean obviously that's what you do when you lose someone i'm not saying that you can't cry when you lose someone um but for some of them i was like wait you're you're Christian. Like, why are you crying? Mm. Like, sometimes that's how I, I feel at a funeral. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, because I'll be like, I don't even cry at funerals. I cry afterwards. I have a mm-hmm. weird crying thing. I'm a, I'm a weird <laughs> crier. Um, but I would just sit there befuddled, like, mm-hmm. just completely confused sometimes. Because I was like, yeah, it's sad that you're not going to see them for like 40 years or whatever. But like, in your head, like, yeah. theoretically, won't you be seeing them? Right. Or, My, and like, I could understand more with her because they were like, oh, she's not religious. I'm never seeing her again. Right. So like, I could see that right. like, from that point of view. But um, I was just like, damn. Like that was always something I ran into as a child. I was like, "Why are you so sad? Why are you so sad?" My 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 pastor actually did one time say he was like, "You know, funerals are more for the living." Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, funerals are more for the living because as as a Christian, you're right. We do believe that we'll get to see them again. It's like, hey, 
they're because you know people are like people are like they're looking down now nah, they're partying hard with jesus they they're partying hard with girl the they are gone they are not thinking about <laughs> you they're not, they're not they're like you know it's just like y'all just mad that y'all didn't get to go okay <laughs> that's like let's just be real but it was like i was like oh that makes sense i was like yeah because you're still here and you miss them obviously and mm-hmm. you're and you know you wish they were still here and stuff but from like a christian perspective it's like funerals are for the living because oh, spiritually yeah. speaking we know we know at my work boyfriend made fun of me this past weekend, but I know where I'm going when I die. Okay. Leave me alone. Um, I don't yeah. know. I don't think he'll listen to this episode, but whatever. I'd be like, I know where I'm going when I die. Oh, he does. Be. Hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, um, celebrations of, of life has to be about life, not about death. Mm-hmm. Like I, and I'm, a, I think, I think, um, also, um, my lack of faith or, my spirituality or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, my agnosticism. Oh, mm-hmm. I should explain that word in a minute. Um, but um, I think that translates in my style mm-hmm. a little bit. Like I'll, I'll wear, like I'm wearing a little snakeskin dress yeah. today, and um, I like wearing a lot of skulls yeah. and Halloweeny looking stuff. Yeah, like um, I guess Christmas is also a, a weird thing for me. How I celebrate Christmas. Christmas, Jimmy. Christ, Christmas. Christmas. Happy holidays. For now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. People will be like, I'm very surprised sometimes because I, I don't think I put out those vibes of like, if you say things that sound offended, then I'm going to be like, oh, don't say that. That hurts. That hurts me and my religion. Yeah. But, but like people will say happy holidays when I used to work for customer service. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, why? Like. I mean, it's a holiday, it's, right? That's what not, it means. Like, I'm not going to be like, you're going to hell because you didn't tell me happy Christmas. Like, Christmas. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't forget the Christ in the mass, okay? Yeah, because, like, for me as a kid, uh, Christmas was always a very, like, um, I'm getting gifts kind yeah. of day. You know, it wasn't a focus on God yeah. because we weren't a religious household. Santa. It was it was Santa day. Santa. Santa um so you know um it it was different and like growing up and seeing how like <laughs> my family gambles on christmas um oh. so we each got our own traditions you know, we we'd be turning up yeah. in the warren household um <laughs> <laughs> we we'd be going hard but it's not like and they're some of the most religious people i know and we'd be gambling on christmas but it's not like big things it's like oh we put three dollars on the table oh. and we play a card game Okay, so it's not bad, Um, but but it always made my mom mad uh, (laughs) because she was like, if you guys are actually religious, you shouldn't be throwing dice on on Christ Day. You know, (laughs) like she gets so salty and I'd be like, man, please, we are having fun. Can we have this discussion another time? Um, (laughs) um, But Halloween was always a day where I got to have all my friends over, you know, like I would invite all my friends and like from childhood and we would all sit around and have deep conversations at night, you know, and we, it was the time that we all got to do what we wanted. All of you crying in sync. (laughs) Oh yeah. Like we, we are a bunch of criers. Um, um, Our friend group is like, yeah, my favorite, I don't think I don't, I don't cry. when we're. My favorite part though is like one of our friends, I'm going to name her Janie. She, (laughs) she, I can't believe sometimes the things that she just starts crying. I can't tell she's laughing because she'll start laughing and crying. And then she'll go, I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. (laughs) I love Janie's range of emotions. I do. I'm like, are you crying or are you laughing? I can't tell. And then Kira's like both. It's both. It's both. Yeah. I, uh, they crack me up. 
Yeah, it really can't. cracked me up. Um, but yeah, I feel like I don't know. It's it's odd. It's odd. It, it, like there's, I just love having conversations about it though. Like I was, the whole way here, I was like, what am I going to say? You're going to say all this stuff. Um, yeah. So so not not including what you know your mom passing away, but mm-hmm. but in in an everyday sense, if you have a bad day, which you do have bad days recently. Oh yeah. What do you what do you do to cope? Like what do you? Yeah. Recently, I discovered I'm a leper. Um, (laughs) so Vivi is doing her Chrysler duty and hanging out with the people of all, uh, not only a whore, but a leper too. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm not, I'm not serious. That was a joke. Um, I am happily engaged, Um, but, uh, yeah, I've been having this skin reaction from COVID. Um, I don't have it anymore, but my immune system is still reacting and tearing, tearing up my skin. Um, but yeah, when I have a hard day. Um, one of the things I think one of the things that I turn to is Julian too, mm-hmm. because I'm just like, that's my best friend. Mm-hmm. Like I, he's like, we have such a weird relationship after we've moved in because mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, hi, you're there. And we used to be <laughs> long distance. Right. So every time we saw each other, we were like, oh my God, it's been so long. And now we wake up and we're like, oh, hi, hi. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, hey, hi. you live here. I live here too. Yeah, it's wild. Um, so when I have a bad day, I just go to Julian and I'm like, like, this is so hard. Like, it's because mm-hmm. sometimes, like, I'm very much a all the weight I, like, carry mm-hmm. all the time. It's not like I drop things off and worry about right. one thing at a time. So when I cry, it's mm-hmm. a lot of things at one time. Mm-hmm. And it's really stressful to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I don't like other people seeing me cry, but it does happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, because like, like, like you said, I don't like forcing, like, my bad day on other people. Right. So, um, that's one of the things, uh, Julian gets to deal with it. Um, yeah. I'd be like, you're getting married to me. You chose. You chose me. Okay. You chose to deal with this hot mess. Yeah. Cause there's like, there's days like after you lose someone, grief is really complicated. Even when you're mm. religious, like even when mm. you have someone like something to lean back on. We just did a, a sermon about grief and like, not just grieving like people, but like relationships. Yeah. And stuff. There's really good. There's all sorts of things you can grieve. Yeah. Like uh, a divorce is yeah. uh, like like Julian um like uh, in, in quotations lost his father at a young age mm-hmm. and when i say, when i say that i mean his father just gave up on being a father mm. just left right and julian was like at a time in life like 13 or 14 where having your dad around is so important then. right but uh, you know his his dad was like well this is about the age that i was more alone so bye um yeah. And which sucked, you know, and so uh, I've seen Julian grieve that relationship. Mm. Even before I lost my mom, I had to sit there with Julian. Like, um, what he he just cried his eyes out one time. Mm. Like, it was the saddest thing I've ever seen. Like, I started crying, mm. and he'll cry when I cry. Like, we have a, mm. a big empathy. I'm a sympathetic crier. Yeah, we 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 cry. Um, so, you know, when you don't have something to turn to, when you don't have that kind of like, everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, you know, like I have. You know, my beliefs, mm-hmm. I follow them, like God's there for me, Jesus is there for me. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. It's um very much on your own. Mm-hmm. It's you versus the world. Mm-hmm. And um I feel like that's part of like part of what I believe too is I don't think that there is strict rules as a lot of like mm-hmm. written religions. Mm-hmm. Like I wanna s- like documented religions because mm-hmm. they're uh one of the things that I, I find really interesting is um Christianity historically mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, conquered mm-hmm. through time. Like it mm-hmm. was like taken through people who had great positions of power, mm-hmm. which, you know, 
it's just how things work back then. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just how the world worked. Um, But thinking back to, like, past my family in America, back Mm -hmm. to, you know, England or Ireland or anything like that, Mm -hmm. they were very paganistic countries before Mm -hmm. they were taken over by Christianity. And, like, you know, it's interesting for me to look back on that and be like, well, from the beginning, what did my lineage think? Like, what Mm -hmm. were we, like, believing, like, before it changed? Like, Mm -hmm. what was it that we thought? And I think um, sometimes I think, not always, because I ponder religion a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, when I'm sitting there at night just staring at the ceiling. Um, But I think, you know, if you're a good enough person and morals are very gray, Mm -hmm. you know, there's not like a black, I don't believe in heroes and villains a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a, like, uh, it's very rare that I'll paint something black or white. I, I like things in, in gray tones because I mm-hmm. think everyone has different circumstances, which, you know, from a moral point is different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as long as you're trying to improve the world, mm-hmm. as long as you're actively trying to, like, make a difference in other people's lives mm-hmm. in one way or another, I feel like if, if there's a creator or an energy or, like, whatever, like, if it's mm-hmm. reincarnation, if it's a single creator, if it's multiple creators, like, mm-hmm. I feel like they'll see that. And mm-hmm. there'll be, like, some fail-safe, some <laughs> kick-in of, like, hey, you know, you didn't listen the first time, mm-hmm. okay? Like, we put everything there. Mm-hmm. We put the Bible down for you. Mm-hmm. We we took you to Sunday school. Mm-hmm. Okay? Miss Ma'am. Miss Ma'am. It was all there for you. Like, mm-hmm. you just didn't do it. And I'm like, well, it's not that I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, there could have been, like, um, not that there has to be a back and forth. Like, that's part of right. faith. You know, like, I, I understand how faith works and stuff, but... Like, from my experience, it's like, well, if I don't feel it, if I don't feel it that strongly, if I don't have the conviction, mm-hmm. why would I be doing something that I, like, it would be just serving myself mm. if I went. You know, like, that's how I, like, if I was to, like, believe in Christianity again, I felt, I feel like it would be more for others than for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be, oh, this is how I can cope with losing someone better. This mm-hmm. is how I, it would be very self-centered mm-hmm. um, for me. Um, because that's just the way I think like it's it's odd um but when I see other people like you mm-hmm. and my family that's not how like they interpret it like there's different right. interpretations based on circumstance um like Jay my friend he lost his sister mm-hmm. and that's when he got more into his religion so when mm-hmm. I lost my mom he was like I'm really shocked that it didn't push you like in a more religious direction mm-hmm. and I was like yeah I am too like mm-hmm. it I'm I'm shocked I thought it would I thought mm-hmm. I would you know but it's it's just different strokes, right. I guess, for different folks. Even though that that <laughs> I I'm trying to say this in the most respectful way, uh, but my my language is very flippant, so I apologize. No, I, it's okay. I speak in a lot of social norms. No, you're so. good. Well, on that note, I appreciate you coming on here and sharing. Thank uh, you so much for of having. Of course, me. thank you.